Hello, everyone. You are listening to the Define University podcast, a space designed for educators to ignite your passion, transform your mindset, and learn to love who you are in the process. My name is Lindsay Titus, and I am here to share simple yet strategic steps each week with you to build your momentum into creating a life full of purpose and passion. The time is now. Let's dive on in to today's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to another new episode of the Define University podcast. It feels so good to be back, so good to be recording once again. And you know, it's funny because I only took a week off, but Sometimes just by giving yourself that permission, giving yourself that permission to walk away, take a break, um, all those things that we teach our students, sometimes even as adults, I need that, or even as an adult, I should say, I need that reminder a little bit too. And, you know, last weekend, just so much happened. I had a lot of things going on. We went away for the weekend. And so, you know, the week before I tried really hard to schedule my time and get all the things that I, I typically do on weekends to do during the week. And Well, in all honesty, I just ran out of time. And so instead of beating myself up about it, instead of saying, well, I have to do this, I I have to do that. And I recognize that, well, you don't have to do anything. See, have to is a belief and it's, it's a form of shouldville. And as many of you know, I don't live in shouldville anymore. You know, get out of shouldville is a motto that I live by. It's a standard I live by. And so as soon as I hear my thoughts go to, I have to, I stop and ask myself, why? Says who? What's the purpose? And while I absolutely wanted to record a podcast for you last for last weekend, it just wasn't going to happen. And I also knew that forcing it wasn't going to, you know, turn out an episode that I felt confident in releasing. And so I took a break. I gave myself grace. I gave myself permission to walk away. And here I am. And here I am recording an episode that I am so excited and I am so energized to record because it's about this very topic. Um, And that is limiting beliefs. What are limiting beliefs and how it is that as educators, or I guess even from my perspective as an educator, how the limiting beliefs held me back for so many years and, and what I've kind of done about that. So what do you say? Let's jump on in. So, all right, let's start, let's start with what are limiting beliefs. So if you are not familiar with that term, without sounding redundant, it is literally a belief that holds you back. <laughs> so it's a belief. It is a thought. It is something that we think and ultimately we believe to be true, but it's not. And it holds us back. It limits us. So these beliefs that we have limit us from moving forward. They keep us stuck. They keep us stuck where we're at. And I don't know about you, but I'm, I got done being stuck a long time ago because being stuck, I don't go anywhere. Now that's very different from taking a break. (laughs) And I feel like I need to share that distinction with you because what I don't want you to think is that we always have to be moving, you know, a thousand miles a minute. That's not what this is about, but what it is, is that we want to be moving so that we can understand and listen to the thoughts in our mind so we can understand, are these thoughts, thoughts that are moving me forward or thoughts that are holding me back? Because not every thought, not every belief is going to be limiting. We have some beliefs that are absolutely truth statements. And by all means, we want to celebrate those. We want to keep on trusting in those and living into them as truth statements. See, that's the difference. If I have a belief that is true, that that is a standard, that's a value of mine, well, it's not a belief then. It's a truth statement. 
Now compare that if I have a belief, something that is holding me back, well, that's a limiting belief. And if I have limiting beliefs, I also know a process that I'm gonna share with you today that you too can unpack that belief, figure out what is it that's actually true and real and create your own truth statement so that you yourself no longer have limiting beliefs holding you back. Now, I'm going to also say this, limiting beliefs are not something you're gonna master in a 15 to 20 minute podcast episode. Okay, they are something I still work at every single day. They continue to surface because they stem all the way back to childhood. That's the crazy part of limiting beliefs. They're not formed today. They're actually formed through our identity. Well, guess what? Our identity is created when we're young children. And so all the things that we learned through our interactions with our parents, with our siblings, with our neighbors, with our teachers, everybody, this is not a, this is not a blame game. This is not a, you did this to me. This is an understanding. This is an understanding that the way we experience life is what leads to or how it leads to our understanding of what life can be. But it also, if we're not ready for it, it can hold us back. And so my hope today is to have you start thinking about maybe some beliefs that you have as an educator that might be holding you back and understanding where they came from and then using this process I'm gonna teach to really help you rewrite these beliefs into truth statements. But as I said, this is not something I, I would sit down and you know the goal being to finish. This is something to work at each day. It's something I coach one-on-one -on -one in my coaching for educators. It's something we unpack deeply in Ignite Your Legacy, which is my 12-week teacher uh, signature course um, that actually will be relaunching in January. So if this is a topic where you're like, yes, 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 I need more, definitely reach out, check out the website, defineuniversity.com and get on that wait list because that will be relaunching in January and we go deep into limiting beliefs. It is the true mindset of an educator that that course is all about. But all right, I have digressed. So let's bring it back to limiting beliefs. Okay. So what I am going to do today is I'm going to share five limiting beliefs that I had as an educator that held me back for years. And I'm going to walk you through the process of how I've changed them and what now the truth statement is. Okay. So we're going to start pretty simple. Well, what I consider simple. So the first is I had a limiting belief as a teacher that I had to have my email on my phone. I had to have instant access to my school email on my phone. That is a limiting belief. And I know for some of you listening, you might just have cringed a little bit and said, oh, but mm, no, I have to. Well, you just heard it. I have to. Have to, need to, or should mean you are doing something for somebody else, not for yourself. Well, if you're doing something for somebody else, we're outside of us and we know our biggest transformation cannot happen outside of ourselves. Your biggest transformation as an educator is going to happen within, which is why we talk about getting out of shouldville, because we don't want to be living in the land of I have to do that, I need to do that, or I should. Instead, we want to flip it and we want to use the language of I get to, I choose to, or I love to. And so I have to have my email on my phone. Absolutely not. That is not true. And here's the process I want you to walk through as you're going through limiting beliefs. The very first question you're going to ask yourself is just that. Is this true or am I making it up? 
Is it actually written down somewhere that that is the truth or did you make it up? Okay, that's the first question. Second question is, does everybody believe that to be true in the world? And I'm gonna make it even simpler. Does every teacher believe that they have to have their email on their phone? Third question, is it serving me to have this belief? Okay, so let's back it up. Uh, am I making this up or, uh, or is this true or am I making it up? I have to have my email on my phone. That is not written anywhere. I did not learn that in my college courses. I did not learn that. It is not in a rule book. Therefore, I made it up. Okay, does every teacher believe you have to have your email on your phone? Uh, again, nope. <laughs> I know several educators that, or several teachers and educators that do not have their email on their phone. Is it serving me to have this belief that I have to have it? No, absolutely not. Therefore, it's a limiting belief and I get to rewrite it. And I'm gonna rewrite it into my truth statement. Now, what you wanna make sure is don't just do a flip. So instead of saying, I have to have my email on my phone, the truth statement isn't, I don't have to have my email on my phone. The truth statement is truly, what do you value? What is your standard? And so for me, it really came down to boundaries. The reason having email on my phone for myself, that's the key part for me was a problem is because I had no boundaries. I was responding to emails at all hours of the night. I was looking at emails first thing in the morning, which then caused my stress and anxiety to increase, which therefore meant I wasn't able to get anything else done because I was so focused on email. So my truth statement is more about boundaries than it is about email. So my truth statement is I choose when I access my email and my email will be accessed via a computer. That's a simple truth statement. You can, and there's no, just like there, with so many things, there's no right or wrong answer here, everybody. So your, my truth statement might also be, I get to choose where my, where to have my email. I get to choose to have boundaries and having email not on my phone is a boundary I am living to. I get to decide what works best for me as an educator. All of those are examples of truth statements. There's not one, you know, one size fits all here. It's what is best for you. And a lot of this process, I'm going to give you another hint. A lot of this process is best to be done written down. So while you're listening to this podcast, maybe you have a sheet of paper out and you carry it around with you and have, as these beliefs come up, write them out, write them through the process. Seeing this visually is really helpful to help you break down these, these steps um, another area that you could go and look at is that I recently started, the first blog post just came out over on the Teach Better site, teachbetter.com. If you go check out, I have a new blog out, a new series actually, it's called the Think Better blog series. Where do I begin is a good starting point, a great starting point about all of this. And actually the next, uh, next blog post that's going to come out in October is also going to walk you through this process. So You've got lots of, lots of support, lots of areas of resources, but just, it, again, I want to emphasize this is not a one and done activity. Okay, here's the next one. As an educator, I have to know it all. Now, even saying that, I get a smile on my face because I know that's not true. But here's the thing with limiting beliefs. We can know something at that conscious level. Like, I know that's not true, but subconsciously or like within my soul, 
I wanted it to be true. I believed that in order to be an effective educator, I had to know it all, which meant my first two years, first three years as a teacher, when I didn't know it all, I felt so terrible. I couldn't get over this, this understanding of, I don't know what to do because I thought I had this belief that I, in order to be effective, I have to know what to do. Well, that's just not true, but I, I lived it as truth for so long. And it's part of the reason I didn't know, you know, when I asked for support, um, one of my episodes on this podcast is about how asking for support ultimately led to my resignation because I didn't even know what I was asking for support for. I just was asking for support in everything because I thought I needed to know everything. I wasn't able to get specific. And so I'm here to tell you, you don't have to know it all. You're not meant to know it all. You're meant to know you and you're meant to be better today than yesterday and learn through today to grow into tomorrow. And so if we take it through the formula to be an effective educator, I have to know it all. Is that true or am I making it up? I made it up. Is it, does every educator believe that to be true? Absolutely not. And is it serving me? The biggest question we have? Absolutely not. It was holding me back. And so the rewritten truth statement gets to be something as simple as the educator I show up as today is the educator I am meant to be. Boom. Period. There's no but. There's no, there's not even an and needed here. There's not a well maybe. No. Embrace the power of putting a period at the end of a, of a substantial statement like that. I am exactly the educator I am meant to be today. Boom. Period. End of, end of discussion. And then something I haven't mentioned yet. I want you to write that down. I want you to write down that truth statement and I want you to plaster it. See, part of this process is re, it's redesign, it's retraining our brain. See, we've lived these limiting beliefs for so long. I'm 36 years old, which means some of my limiting beliefs are 30, 35 years old. Okay. 34, 30, at least 30 years old. That's three decades guys. It is not going to change in one fell swoop. It is not going to change overnight. I've been believing things for 30 plus years. So it takes, it takes intentionality. It takes practice. And an easy way to do that is to write it down and put it everywhere. If I am unpacking a belief, I use post-its. They are my best friend. I rewrite that truth statement on usually about four or five post-its. And I put it places that I frequently go to. So the mirror in my bathroom, my office at work, I even put them in my car. I put them in the kitchen. I have one in my home office. I put them places I look all the time. If you are at school and you're going classroom to classroom, maybe you put it on your planner or you put it on the top of your laptop. Put it places you're going to see. All right, let's do another one. In order to be an effective educator, I have to work all hours of the day. Anyone else believe that one? I believed I had to get to school early and I had to stay late in order to be an effective educator. Nope. <laughs> Let's run it through. Did I make it up? I absolutely did. Does everyone believe that to be true? Nope. And was it serving me? Absolutely not. So the, the, the rewritten truth statement is I get to decide when I arrive at work and when I leave work. Now, yes, you have contract hours. I have contract hours. But see, here's the thing. It's not as simple as to say, I'm only going to work contract hours because I believe, and this is, well, it's a belief, but it's a truth belief. It's, it's a truth statement that as an educator, I don't work within a certain confine of 
of hours. I believe, you know, being an educator is my career. It is, it's a big role that I serve. And so I understand that there will be days I go in early. There will be days I stay late. For me, it's not about trying to say only during this time, I'm an educator. For me, I'm an educator all the time. I'm also a mom. I'm also a wife. I'm also a lot of different roles. So, but I get to choose. So for me to rewrite that belief, it was all about choice. I get to choose what is best for me. Nobody else gets to choose. If I choose to go in early, great. If I choose to stay late, great. If I choose to leave on time, amazing. If I choose to get to work on time, amazing. See, it doesn't matter, but the point is I get to choose. Nowhere is it written that says every effective educator has to get to work early and has to stay late. But I did it for years because it's what I thought I had to do. It's what I, it's the only way I thought I could control being an effective educator. Well, the, the role of an educator, as I just said, it's never done. There's always going to be more to do, which means you're always going to be working. And so it comes down to what is most important to you. What do you value? What boundaries, there's that second time we've heard that word today in this, in this episode, what is important to you? What boundaries are you setting? But it all stems back to the mindset we hold because we can take action, but if we take action on a belief we don't believe is true, we're not, we're, that's, we're on our hamster wheel. We're going around and around and around and we're not going any. You can't, one of my coaches loves to say, you can't outdo a belief, meaning I can't do enough action to outdo something I believe that's holding me back. So what I can do though, is I can actually stop. I can think about that belief. I can turn it into a truth statement and then I can take different action that's gonna propel me forward, okay? All right, let's do, let's do another one. Let's see, a limiting belief that held me back as an educator was that I had to do it for life. And, and I'm, I'm gonna give a little context for this, meaning I had to be the teacher in the classroom for life. Well, as many of you know that are listening, I'm not a teacher in one classroom anymore. I am a behavior specialist. I go among, you know, nine to 10 buildings in my district, you know, throughout any given week, you know, month, whatever it might be. So, but in my head, when I started in the classroom, I thought that's what I went for. I went to be a teacher. If I can't do this, what can I do? So I just kept doing it and kept doing it. All the while, it was not serving me. It was not the place for me, but I thought I, I stayed for so long because I thought, well, this is what I went to school for. This is what I have to do. And I'm here to say, just because I went to school for it does not mean that's a life sentence. Education is such an amazing field because there are so many different roles. And I just needed to find the role that fit me. And so, you know, understanding that, you know, I went into education to be a teacher and that's, I have to do that for life. Well, you heard it. I have to. Says who? If, if you can ask says who after a statement, it's probably a belief. And if it's you that's saying it and you believe it to be true and it's serving you, well, then it's a truth statement and you can move on. You can smile. You can, you can love who you are. You can move on. But if it's holding you back, I want you to do, your, do yourself a favor and work it through this process. So it wasn't serving me. And so my truth statement was, Outside of the classroom, I can still be a really effective educator. I can still live into my mission as an educator, whether I'm inside or outside of a classroom. No one role in education is going to define me as an educator. 
I get to define me as an educator, all right? All right, let's do one last one. And the last one is that um, I will never mess up. You know, as an educator, I thought I had to, I didn't think I could make mistakes. I didn't think I could show my vulnerability. I didn't think I could own what I didn't know. So this kind of goes hand in hand with the knowing it all one. But the, the more important part of this one is that as an educator, it's okay to say, I'm sorry. It's okay to say, I messed up. It's okay to say, I didn't know, I tried something, it didn't work, and I'm gonna keep trying. And so that was a limiting belief that held me back because I wanted things to be perfect. I was trying to seek perfection. I was trying to chase perfection. Well, perfection already exists within me right now. And it already exists within you right now as well. See, perfection is not anything we have to do. It's not attached to any verb. It's not attached to any action. Perfection is already within you as you are today. That's why it's so important to me at Define You that educators believe in who they are because that is your true superpower. That's your superpower that you get to live into every day. And by owning that, that I do mess up and I love when I mess up. I will often say some of the messiest moments are, have the most magic in them. Our messiest moments are the most meaningful. And that is what I want you to hold on to as you're listening to this episode today. So those are five. Those are five limiting beliefs that held me back for years. Now, I, I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, it doesn't stop at five. They don't ever stop. I keep learning them as I'm unpacking, as I'm understanding who I am, then I can understand how to unpack these beliefs that hold me back. Because anytime I feel stuck, I now know to look deep within myself and say, what is it that I'm missing? What is it that I haven't been seeing clearly? And how can I rewrite it into a truth statement that I'm proud and confident to stand on with conviction? That is what has made the biggest difference for me as an educator. It hasn't been, you know, all the books I've read. Those are a part of it, absolutely. It hasn't been the workshops I've attended. Again, big part, but not all of it. The biggest transformational change that I went through changing my mindset as an educator was learning to unpack these beliefs that were holding me back for so long. So when we talk about thinking better as an educator, I want you to start with understanding these beliefs, starting to notice them, and starting to go through this process so you can rewrite your own truth statements and get yourself thinking better, thinking clearer, thinking easier each and every day. All right, everybody, how does that sound? If you are like, yes, then then perfect. If you are like, oh my goodness, Lindsay, yes, but I'm scared or I don't know what to do, that's okay too. Please don't ever hesitate to reach out. You all know that I am here for you. Define University, that is what, that is what we are here for, is to help you define who you are as an educator. And I love helping you every step along the way. So if you are looking for some, some extra help, some extra coaching or guidance, take a look at defineuniversity.com or head on over to any of my social media platform sites. You can find out the latest and greatest courses, workshops, whatever it is that we are offering. My number one recommendation on where to get started, I'll let you guys in on a little secret here, is that I would highly suggest joining Creative Connections, which is my monthly mentorship program. So each month, there are live Q and A's, there are, and then there's a resource uh, center, ultimately a resource library online of extra podcasts, exclusive podcasts, exclusive trainings and workshops, and just a community that is, is guided in mentorship. So as your mentor, I will help you along the way by teaching you these skills and strategies on an ongoing basis. So it's not a one and done. It is each month you get the support, you get, you get the accountability, you get the creative connections 
that you are looking to create through this school year. So if you're looking for a place to start, that's where I would start. So if you're interested in more information, don't hesitate to reach out. That's what I'm here for. And it has been so good recording this for you. I am so excited to be back. So again, I'll be back next week with a brand new episode just for you. And so until then, every week, (laughs) until then, everyone, have an amazing week ahead and we will talk soon. Well, there you have it, everyone. Another new episode of the Define University podcast is in the books. And I so hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it for you. And if you did, would you do me a favor? Would you head on over and rate, review, subscribe, and even share that out with your friends? And let's let everyone know the amazing world of Define University. Would you do that for me? I would so appreciate you for that. And if you find yourself wondering, what's next? What else is out there? How else can I define who I am as an educator? How do I master my mindset? How do I use powerful language every day? And how do I take aligned action to truly achieving the goals I have to to create my present day reality, to be the most amazing reality there is? Well, then I I would encourage you to head on over to defineuniversity.com and uh, check out the courses page. That is all that I offer here. And if you see something that you've got questions that piques your interest, do me a favor, send me an email. Let's connect. I'm here for you every single day. So with that, remember to keep shining bright, live into your authenticity, love who you are, trust who you are, and most of all, own who you are so you can stand confidently in saying, this is who I am. We'll talk soon, everyone.